everything that we do is relatable. So does the advertising that we're, we're generating, does it genuinely reflect who our target audience is? Strategically, everything that we do is tested by that measure, really. Does, does it relate to our target audience? If it doesn't, we shouldn't be doing it. And it's not just about the primary driver, it's about everybody that may experience that product or, or service that we provide. Hello, and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Hello, listeners. It's Katrina McCarter, your host. In today's episode, we speak with Mike Johnstone, Marketing Strategy Director from Volvo UK. Now, traditionally, the automotive sector doesn't market well to mothers. In fact, I've recently completed some research at Marketing to Mums, which highlights that 71% of Australian mums feel the automotive brands just don't understand them. Volvo bucks this trend. And I invited Mike on the show because I've really been admiring the innovative work of Volvo, specifically what I've been seeing coming out of the UK. Their initiatives demonstrate a deep understanding of modern mothers. So some of the things that Mike and I explore in this episode include Volvo's success in the family market globally, the rise and introduction of subscription services in the automotive sector, We discuss Volvo's strategy to connect with mums early in their automotive search. We talk about the growing influence of kids and dads in the purchase of the family car. We discuss why women over 40 represent a growing opportunity in automotive and discuss the changing family structure and what implications this holds for automotive marketers. I get Mike's take on why he believes mums feel so misunderstood by the automotive sector as an industry. And we also discuss mums and the dealership experience. Look, Mike is a highly experienced marketer who sits on the executive team at Volvo. He has some incredible insights to share in this episode. Coupled with my obsession with automotive marketing directed at mothers, I think you will find this a very powerful episode. Today, our guest on the show is Mike Johnston, Marketing Strategy Director at Volvo UK. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hey, good morning. How are you doing, Katrina? I'm great. Hey, listen, as someone who has a really strong interest in the way automotive brands communicate with mothers, this has been one of those interviews that I have been particularly excited about. And I know we planned it, you know, some six to eight weeks ago, but uh, this is one that I have been chafing at the bit to to actually speak with you. So delighted to have you on. Excellent. Thanks for having me. And uh, hopefully I can answer the questions that you have in in an informative and enlightening way. I'll try my best anyway. I'm sure you will. Listen, I'd love to just jump into it. When I think about my friends, 
you know, my family members and a lot of my female work colleagues and mums in my circle, many of them seem to drive Volvos. And what I've noticed is the XC60 and the XC90 seem to be the real go-to family favourite of the SUVs. And I know that they're particularly popular over in the UK as well. So the question I wanted to ask you, Mike, is why do you think Volvo has been so successful in selling to mothers? And and, and I guess this is a two-part question. I also want to ask, what do you think you're doing that other automotive brands might not be? Yeah, I mean, both of those uh, both of those models, they're, they're really popular globally, actually. And you, you mentioned the UK XC60s are our best-selling car over here at the moment and has been for a number of years. And I think I think there's a lot of interest in, in, our, in our kind of brand and our product at the moment. And we're seeing you know, a whole new wave of people come through and, and, and purchase Volvos. And I think some of that comes down to the, the brand itself, actually. And, and I think that the, the values that our brand stand for and the culture that we have as a, as a Scandinavian automotive manufacturer makes us a little bit different. And I think particularly you know, the focus that we have culturally, both within our business, but also as, as a Swedish um, organization I think I think the culture that we have there really does resonate with people particularly with people who who do have uh, families in whatever form they may be and, and in parallel with that the product itself really there, there's no doubt that the product's been designed with families in mind you know we've, we've, we've taken a lot of time and we've also tapped into the insights of consumers to make sure that when we're developing a product it's meeting the needs of people their busy lives and and all of the things that they do with a particular car, an XC60 and XC90 in particular, and I, I speak as a father of four myself who has an XC90. They're, they're absolutely perfect for for using for taking, you know, whether it be me going to work or me taking the kids to football at the weekend and all of the the, the work that that entails. They're just perfect products. So I think it's a combination of we've we've really hit the mark in terms of a product offering that enables people to have a car that meets their needs and at the same time people are starting to really understand our brand in a way they didn't before and it really resonates with them so we're in a, we're in a really good place at the moment and very thankful for that. I bet one of the things that I've really noticed in Volvo UK is that you've really been enjoying some outstanding success since you've t- taken over as marketing strategy director I think a, a couple of years ago now whilst the brand's been around for you know, since 1927, we're, you know, we're steeped in that Scandinavian roots and we really associate it with safety. But in more recent times, we've seen the introduction of Omnitanky, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Am I pronouncing that correctly, Mike? Omtanker, and I'm sure that I'm pronouncing it slightly incorrectly, but Omtanker. Okay, Omtanker. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what Omtanker means and, and how Volvo is kind of using this ethos to guide your product development and marketing and sales in particular to the mothers and their families yeah i mean i mean i'm tanker is a it's a swedish word and it means to to care and consider and to think again and and it's something that's that's very much within the dna of the organization um you know this whole idea of of consideration and caring is, is genuinely very much at the heart of what we do and it, it has been since the, the company was formed in 1927, there was a, an acknowledgement from the people that set this company up that we had a, a role to play within society. And that, that's why, you know, you talk about safety being so important to us. Safety is genuinely something that we're incredibly passionate about and put a lot of focus into. And if you look over, you know, the, the annals of history, it's something I think we've, we've been able to demonstrate. It's not just about 
you know the the kind of imagery you think of of Volvo with the crash test dummies and the the the, the kind of structure of our cars to make people safe. But actually, you know, we're very proud that we invented the three point seatbelt, and and then. When we invented the three-point seatbelt, we gave the patent away to the rest of the automotive industry because we felt a deep sense of responsibility to ensure that the whole industry and not just our products were safe. So Tank is something that really drives what we do. And it's not just around safety. It's also about sustainability and sustainability. Something that's passionate about us. As an organization, we have, you know, climate neutral factories. We have a strong commitment to electrification. Um, where we are going to ensure that you know, 50% of the cars that we sell by 2025 are a pure battery electric vehicle, and also commitments to you know single-use plastic and the use of single-use plastic within our businesses, but also recycle plastic in our cars. So this whole this whole piece of of, of of kind of work that we do in in the area of safety and sustainability is really grounded in this kind of Swedish sensibility of Omtanka. And it's something that it doesn't matter if, if you're working in one of our, our factories across the world or you're working in a, an office like we are here in the UK. It's something we get and we understand and it drives what we do. And, and not just in terms of how we operate and perform our, our jobs at work, but then that that bleeds quite, quite neatly into our communications. Because we're proud of it, it, it's a very easy thing for us to communicate. And I believe it, it's also a, you know, a point of differentiation for us as a brand as well. You know, it's a, a busy marketplace. There's, there's many different options out there for, for people to, to purchase when they're looking for a new car. But I think people really understand that we have a clear point of view and a clear purpose to what we're doing. And as I said before, I think people are beginning to resonate more with that as, as, as they're kind of considering car brands. Uh, well, I completely agree with you, Mike, and that's something that I've really observed about Volvo's work. And we, we're going to talk a little bit about that more in the in the interview down the track. Um, something that I've read about is Volvo's vision, and it's to be the most desired and successful transport solution provider in the world. I really liked that, and um, I particularly liked you've got this Care by Volvo subscription service. I find that really interesting and really quite innovative, but. In my research, I noticed that it seemed to be limited to the XC40 and the V60, which aren't kind of your top-selling family cars. And I wanted to ask you, in achieving Volvo's mission, and with mums being the key decision-maker in the automotive uh, decision, so critical to your success, can you share with our listeners what this Care by Volvo is and whether it might be something that Volvo will consider in targeting the family market in the future? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Care by Volvo is not something that's in every market at the moment, and um, it's, uh, it's it's essentially a subscription model. You know, we we recognise that the way in which people are consuming things has changed, and that that extends, you know, not just to the the things that we do through other digital platforms such as I don't know Spotify and and and, uh, and, and Netflix, but also the way in which people want to purchase cars and and actually we've recognized this, this changing consumer trend and particularly with, with with younger people and younger families as well and, and and having a sense of clarity over what you're spending on your car every month can sometimes create a bit of anxiety so we've, we've launched care by volvo and you, you're right it, it, we originally launched it on xc40 and then v60 um, in, in a number of markets and uh, actually that's been extended now that's been extended across the range so if i, if I look at what we're doing in the uk now we, we've seen the interest that the launch of this product has generated. So we put it across the whole of our range now. So it doesn't matter if it is the XC40 or V60, it's also on XC60, XC90 as well. And 
what, what it is, is it's, it's one single monthly payment. And as part of that one monthly payment, you, you get access and usage of your car clearly. You get the insurance, you get servicing, you get maintenance. Basically, it's, it's everything except, you know, filling it up with fuel. So it provides people with a sense of clarity over, you know, what they need to spend each month. And equally, it gives them an opportunity, you know, two years, three years down the line to, to change their car. And we all know that, you know, our, our lives may change, you know, as a, you may start uh, with a cab by Volvo subscription in an XC40 as a, as a, as a single guy. And by the end of your two year um, uh, subscription with us, you may find yourself uh, married with two children, for example. So we recognize that as well. And we want to make sure that the, the product's flexible enough so that people can move from different cars within our range as, as their lives change and, and evolve over a period of time. And this has been really, really successful. It's something we're very passionate about because we think it does provide you know, something that's different for consumers, which really does lean into the changing purchasing behaviours that we see within the marketplace. Absolutely. And I'm going to watch this with interest because it's certainly a trend we're, we're seeing in terms of the subscription kind of offers. I wanted to hear also, Mike, what kind of other strategies is Volvo developing, I guess, to uh, to obtain a larger percentage of the family car segment and really influence mums? Yeah, I mean, we've, we've, we've done a number of things over the last, well, you know, 18 months, really. We've really taken a different approach. We've taken a more nuanced approach to our marketing. We've been a lot more targeted in what we do. You know, we've, we've really, I'm I personally very passionate about consumer insight, which I know sounds obvious in a role such as mine, but I think it's incredibly important that we're listening to and spending time with our customers and, and our prospective customers as well. So couldn't agree more. Yeah, as, as part of that, you know, the strategic development, we, we just spent time talking to people who who have an interest in our brand, who don't have an interest in our brand, who do drive our cars, who've never even considered driving our cars to really understand. And that, that nuanced approach has kind of led to some some key insights that, that, that we've tapped into as well. We've One thing that's came come across really clearly, you know, particularly for, for people with busy families, is that life's quite complicated. You know, there's there's a lot going on, and I think we can all relate to that. And we, what we want to try and do through, through everything that we do, be it through marketing, but also through some operational things with our retail network, is just try and make life a bit, bit more simple, really. And making life less complicated is a kind of tenant to our brand, and it's something that drives a lot of our work. And Good, good example of that is we, we did a, a nice piece of work last year with Amazon, um, which was which was really successful. And at the moment, if you want to test drive a car in the UK, you, you go to your retailer and you have a conversation and you book yourself in and you go out for a test drive. And for, for many people, that's absolutely fine. But for people with busy, hectic lives, and I include you know many families and mums and dads in that, it's, sometimes it's, it's just not really convenient. So we work with Amazon and we use their, their Prime now function. So Amazon Prime is, is, is incredibly popular in the UK, and, and I'm not sure how familiar you are with it in, in Australia. Yeah. Great, good, yeah. So we, we took that, that Prime, that kind of instant concept, to bear with uh, the booking of a test drive. So literally, you know, using the Amazon Prime app, you were able to book a test drive almost instantly. We'd then come to your house. You could test drive the car. There's no pressure as well. This wasn't, this wasn't you know, a sales call on your doorstep which was literally one of our product specialists came out it was dual branded amazon and volvo and it gave people a chance to test drive a car on their terms and it, it just made the whole process smoother easier less stressful which which let's be honest with you who doesn't want a, a smoother easier less stressful life so that proved really popular and you know working with an organization with amazon created a lot of learnings for us because we have to recognize as well they're a, they're a great business which 
you know, really understands the customer as well. And we want to do more things like that. Before we continue with the podcast episode, I want to tell you about our podcast sponsor, Cooperate. Cooperate is a powerful marketing technology platform that allows marketers to visualize your brand's customer journey, deliver great content at each stage of that journey, and see how it all performs, all managed from one centralized location. Cooperate has been built by marketers for marketers. I've actually had the opportunity to see the platform in action and I genuinely think it's worth taking a look at if you're a marketer managing large brands which want to attract more mums. Now let's head back to the podcast. Can I ask that uh, that partnership there with Amazon, is, is that something that you did for a short term or is that something that's going to be offered ongoing? Well, it's, it's something we did for the short term with Amazon, but but actually off the back of that work, you know, again, just just through spending time with customers who we who book test drives with us through the Amazon platform, allowed allowed us to really understand, you know, what it is that consumers wanted. And actually, um, as we go through to 2019, you know, sl- slightly later in the year, we're going to be taking that concept and, and almost baking it into our normal processes. So we're going to be launching something in quarter two of this year in the UK, which is enabling consumers to, to take a test drive on their terms. So could be replicating you know, that test drive at home, similar to the Amazon model. Equally, we also know if you're going to invest uh, in, in, an, in a new car, so if you're going to invest in, a, in an XC90, you need to make sure it really does meet the needs of you and your family. So we're looking to do three, five-day test drives as well. So you can really have a, almost like a real-life test drive. I think that will be so well-received, Mike. I, I, I'll be really fascinated to hear how that goes. Yeah, no, I think I think it'll be really good. I mean, that's, as I say, spending time with people, you know, you can't really understand whether or not a car's suitable for you by doing, you know, 20 minutes, you know, in, in a busy, built-up area. You need to live with it for a period of time. And I think by offering this proposition, it gives us a, a great, you know, position within the marketplace to just recognise that this is an important decision you're making. You need to take your time and we want to be with you and to kind of support you through that decision-making process. I think that's fascinating, as I said. I think that that will be incredibly well-received. Yes, yeah, thanks. I wanted to ask you, mums are really well-researched in their car buying decision, I guess, before they ever hit a dealership. Uh, we know that most mums will have read the ratings and reviews and ask their friends, but we also know that they head off to the closed Facebook groups and ask for opinions from other mums. I guess my question to you is, Mike, is what's Volvo's strategy to really connect and engage and develop a relationship with mums much earlier in the search, so before that dealership time? Yeah, well, we spend we spend we're quite quite targeted in what we do, you know, through social media. You know, we, we do spend time both engaging through social media, but also ensuring we're doing it not just through paid social, but you know, engaging with people through our platforms who have questions and trying to make the process as clear and simple as possible in terms of buying a car, but also understanding whether or not the car's right for your needs. So we're, we're, we're very we're very focused through through our social channels, but but equally we do we do a lot of work through experiential as well and. Um, you know, there's a number of different events that we go to, and we have some some really 
cool shows here in the UK called the, the Baby Shows, which are effectively yeah. prospective mums going along. And uh, we, we make sure we have a really strong presence there so that we can really explain not just our products, what our brand stands for. And it enables us to have, you know, a, a really good dialogue with people who are getting to a stage within their, their lives, which which is a, a, a period of change, you know, a really big period of change where people are suddenly thinking about a car in a different way, not just in, t- in terms of will I fit all of the stuff that I need in it, but also from a safety point of view, from a functionality point of view. So, you know, experiential and making sure we connect and talk to people is really, really important to us. And I think that's one of the key things that we've done over the last few years is making sure that we continue on that path of, of, of spending time one-to-one talking to people and we do that through you know the normal event agencies but, but equally our team you know with, with within the the vc uk office here we spend time going out and talking to people as well this isn't just something that we uh we kind of ask our agency partners to do for us it's important that we understand and we're talking to people on a daily basis and you know mums in particular it's important we understand what they want so that we can provide much information and clarity to them uh, in, in a simple manner, but clearly as we don't want to do it in a patronising way as well. And that's something we're really, really keen to, uh, to, to not do. Yeah, fantastic, Mike. One of the things that we've noticed is that parenting styles are really evolving. Uh, we're seeing a far more democratic approach to parenting and, and household purchasing now. Dads and kids seem to have a much bigger say than they've had in the past, particularly in, in millennial families and coming into the Gen Z families. I'm keen to understand whether volvo have made any kind of marketing strategy changes uh, to influence the growing role we see kids and dads play in the purchase of the family car yeah i mean i mean from from our point of view as i said you know understanding what it is that our consumers want from us as a brand and our products is, is important and i think the approach that we take in our in our marketing and, and also our product is important as well so our products have very much been designed to to kind of appeal to not not just the, the, the primary driver but every single person that's going to use and experience that car and you know just for, for one example you know we, we have in, in in our vehicles the opportunity to have a, a complete wi-fi hotspot in the car using 4g data and, and that's i know personally that's a great feature if you've got kids who are on long journeys and you're able to uh, facilitate their, their their very important YouTube and, and Fortnite playing needs. You can do that in our car. And Instagram. Yeah, and Instagram and, and, and every other form of, of, of social media out there at the moment <laughs> upon their age. So, you know, just from a product point of view, you, we've got that. But, but but equally, the way in which we're communicating with people now is different. You know, we want to, we don't want to show the traditional, traditional driver in our advertising. We don't want it to be about the kind of alpha male in the car going around switchbacks driving you know and in, in, in a certain way in his, in his shirt and so i want to show you know mum dad kids you know the grandparents whoever it may be in normal environment using our products and using our services you know we want to try and make sure that everything that we do is relatable and, and i think as a brand it's important that we're driving more relevance with people so that can naturally come through with our communications we need to really stand back and, and really ask ourselves from time to time does does the, the the piece of work that we're doing it does the advertising that we're, we're generating does it does it genuinely reflect to our target audience is is it something they can relate to so strategically everything that we do is, is kind of 
tested by that measure really does does it relate to our target audience if it doesn't we shouldn't be doing it and does it also express what our brand stands for in a differentiated way if it does then we should be doing it and that's that's the approach that we've taken for all of our work moving forward and it's not just as i say about the primary drivers but everybody that may experience that product or, or service that we provide Mm, interesting. I wanted to talk to you about a sub-segment of mums that uh, has a particular interest for me, and that's mothers in their late 40s, early 50s. I'm starting to really see that they they go through an awakening and they start to reprioritise their needs over the family. You know, they're starting to put themselves first again uh, for the first time in a long time. And I'm looking now and I'm seeing that they've got great interest in the premium car market. And they're typically maybe perhaps wanting to get out of this, the SUVs into something a little bit more sporty. And I'm wondering if it's a segment or something that you've seen at, uh, during your kind of research and your uh, insights in at Volvo UK. And is it something that you're watching or, or conversing with this market at all? Yeah, well, well yeah, we're, we're seeing something quite similar actually ourselves and, and, and for us. You know, just purely on a commercial level, it's, it's it's incredibly exciting. You know, because what what we're actually seeing is similar to what you said, but 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 people, you know, kind of finding themselves at a certain period in their life, and particularly, you know, as you say, mums who are you now trying to put themselves first a little bit. But in 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 the UK, what we're seeing is is a kind of desire and appetite for for more premium SUVs. Actually, so we're not seeing this may necessarily the same trends for maybe sportier or, or faster cars. Actually. Maybe they had a more functional SUV in the past. Now they've decided, you know what, I, I want something that, that really makes me feel good when I drive, that really reflects who I am as an individual. We're seeing a real, you know, interest and in, 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 in trend of people kind of moving into these premium SUVs. And, you know, from our, for us, you know, we have some, some fantastic product that is now within that segment. You know, we've, we've completely refreshed our range over the last three years and, and, and the premiumness, if that is a word, of our products really is, is really connecting with people. So for, for us, we're seeing some of those trends and actually for us, it's, it's an essential part of our growth. You know, we, we have, we have historically, we've had a, a slightly older demographic than, than the industry average. And we're seeing that come down. And a lot of that is being fueled by people in their early forties, be them mums or, or, or dads that are actually finding that they want something now which resonates with them, that reflects what they stand for, but equally is a bit more of an investment they've made in the past. They may have had a very functional mode of transport that enabled them to, to, to move themselves and their families around. And actually, they want to make a bit of a statement and they want to invest in themselves a little bit and feel good when they're driving a car. So things such as XC60 and XC90 are great examples of where we're seeing people come purchase those products and and, and, and it reflects who they are. So so it's a good trend for us here. And as I say, you know, purely in commercial terms, it's, it's an important part of what our, our growth strategy is for the next next few years, making sure that we're, we're tapping into that audience. And again, going back to what I said before, making sure we're, we're relevant to them and their lifestyles. And uh, I think if we're able to do that and continue to do that, you know, it's, it's certainly going to help our business uh, going forward. Well, I'm actually one of those mothers. So uh, over the next couple of years, I'm looking at getting something that's more just for me and is certainly more at the premium end than than what I've, yeah, exactly what you said. I'll be moving out of the functional and moving into something a little bit uh, more deluxe and and more reflective of, of me and my style. Absolutely, and I'm sure we can help you that with that, Katrina, as well. So <laughs> if you need need to test drive a Volvo, we, we we can help you out. I'm sure you can, Mike. 
Listen, I actually run a research group of mothers and we're called hashtag in mum's words. And it's really a function where I can tap into the thoughts um, of mothers to different brand campaigns, customer experience and strategies that brands might be taking. And because I'm so fascinated with the automotive industry, my uh, group of in mum's words are very uh, used to receiving my car advertisements because I want to tap in and hear what they've got to say about them. There were two commercials last year out of all the ones that I showed them uh, in the automotive sector that unanimously resonated with mothers here in Australia. One of them was was an Australian commercial that was done by Holden Advertising and they had collaborated with a comedian and an Australian mother called Celeste Barber. And Celeste, if you're watching, very keen to interview you for the show to talk about this particular commercial. The other commercial was Volvo's UK commercial called Moments. Now, in this, just for our listeners, in this uh, commercial, we see the story of a young girl's kind of first day of school. She's got that, she's got her school nerves, and we see her entire life play out before our eyes. And we see that all of this is being risked by a distracted driver who just happens to be driving the, the safest car in the world, which is a Volvo. I actually find this commercial incredibly moving and I'll make sure that we put it in the show notes for our listeners so they can see it. Mike, I actually show this as part of my education series that I do for brands and I've had women just spontaneously burst into tears when I show you know, when I show this commercial, it has an incredible emotional connection with mothers. And I'd love you to share with us a little bit of the background behind this commercial, this campaign, and what kind of success you've found as a result of, of this commercial. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a, an incredibly powerful um, piece of work, actually. And uh, uh, sadly, I can't take credit for it, I'm afraid. Unfortunately, it was something that was developed before before I joined the brand, actually. As I joined the brand, we were just uh, we were just launching the ad campaign. So it was, it was, it's quite fortuitous for me because, you know, just as I'm joining Volvo, we're, we're launching this incredibly powerful campaign. And the film, I think, yeah, it would be great if you could put the link in, 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 in the information after the podcast because, you know, I'd encourage everyone to look at it because it's just, just so, it's just so um, lovely. It's a great piece of work. And actually, you know, the insights that drove that were that, you know, we were launching XC60. The XC60 is a, is a great family car, but, but equally we wanted to make people aware of, of our safety credentials, but do it in a forward-facing way as well. Well, I think, you know, historically, as, as I touched upon before, people know Volvos are safe, but, but equally, I don't think they, they really necessarily understand all of the great active safety features that we have and the technology that we have on our cars. So this piece of work was, was you know, genuinely meant to, you know, create an emotional reaction. It was meant to show the beauty of the cars. It, I think it, I think it nailed it, to be honest with you. And, and as I say, I'm I'm proud to be associated with it, although I can't take the credit for it, sadly. And in terms of in terms of success, well, XC60 was uh, our best-selling car last year. It's it's a car that's been phenomenally successful since launch, and I think this campaign did a significant amount of work to to enable the success of the car. And equally, I think it also enabled us to really change the perception in some consumers' minds of who Volvo is and what it stands for as well. So it's something that, that we're proud of and, and, and actually it's something we, we continue to use. We're continuing to use it in the UK because it does create such a visceral and, and an emotional connection with people and uh, it's something we're proud of, very, very proud of. 
Yeah, and, and so you should be, Mike. As I said to our listeners, I'll make sure that it goes up with the show notes so you can have a look at it uh, and you can, say, you can see exactly what we're talking about. Have you read Marketing to Mums? How to Sell More to Australia's Most Powerful Consumer? This best-selling book was written by your podcast host, Katrina McCarter. In it, she shares her eight-step framework to increase sales and profits. Whether you are selling a product or service, Katrina's methodology will provide you with the roadmap to growth. You can get your copy from Amazon. Listen, there was another piece of work by Volvo in the UK that's, that really has struck me. In fact, a friend of mine was holidaying in the UK and knowing just how, how obsessed I am with automotive advertising, she immediately messaged me uh, with some links for it. And it was your work that you've done about reflecting diverse family structures. And diversity is something that we're seeing as increasingly important to mothers, particularly uh, millennial mothers. You know, they really want to see advertising reflect real life and, and that changing family structure. Now, I know from a conversation that we had late last year when we were chatting that you're very much a data-driven marketer like myself. And I was wondering if you could actually share with our listeners a bit about the research piece that went behind this campaign. And maybe if you could tell us a little bit about what the campaign involved and how you executed it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, the, the, the key thing really here is, is that, you know, we, we were positioning this new car, which was the V60. Uh, V60 is... Is, is very much the, the traditional Volvo. It's the estate car that's, that's designed for families. And it's something that over the last you know, 40, 50 years as a brand, we, we've built our business on and it's been incredibly successful for us. You know, SUVs is a, a relatively new phenomenon within our, within our industry, uh, if you look at it over the last you know, 90 years or so. So, so estate cars have been really important for us. And traditionally, people have seen our estate cars uh, as, as a real symbol of what Volvo stands for and, and, and our values to do with, you know, the importance of family as well. And, you know, as we were, as we were researching this, it became very obvious and it sounds incredibly obvious when you say it, that, that, you know, family life has changed. Uh, it's, it's, it's changed, you know, immeasurably over the last few years. And, you know, the, 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 the notion of the traditional nuclear family is no longer what we see within society doesn't doesn't mean that the nuclear family doesn't exist. Clearly, it does, but the families are more diverse now, you know. And, and I think what we what we found from that is we we just needed to, to find a way to reflect that. And I think there's a legitimacy for us to do that because you know over over time as a as a brand, Volvo has very much been about openness. Uh, it's been about diversity. You know, this the spirit of Omtanka is very much about caring, considering, thinking again, and and that and that really does relate to a whole host of things, including you know recognizing the fact that family life has changed. So that insight was was, was really clear. And actually, when you when you describe it like we are now, it sounds it sounds really obvious. But no one had, no one had done it. So we wanted to try and make sure that came across. So we did a, we did firstly a film really, which which just showed a whole multitude of different families from traditional nuclear family to you know, multiple children within a family uh, to uh, two mums, two dads. Um, you had the uh, the inclusion of the, the extended family, including grandparents. We just wanted to show every single form of family that we could think of in a 30 or a 60 second commercial so that we could really position this new family car 
in a way that was reflecting the new family model that exists within society. One, one piece of work we did was we had a, we went to a, a really big shopping centre in London called Westfield. It's, it's probably the, the, the biggest kind of shopping mall within the UK. And uh, we took over their parking spaces. And again, it was, it was just a comment somebody made when we were doing this research about parking spaces. Whenever you look at a, a family parking space within a car park in the UK, it's very much mum, dad, child, pushchair. So what we did was we took over all of the parking spaces and we, we put a different type of family on every parking space. So it could be mum, dad, child and pushchair. It could be mum, mum, three children, child, pushchair. It could be mum, grandparent, two dads. We did that across the whole of this car park area within, within Westfield. And um, the whole point of it really was just to show that Volvo understands that family life is different, understands that the model of the, the family is changing. And we wanted to reflect that through the work. And it was it was really good. It was it was it was successful, created a lot of interest. People as, as you know, they kind of resonated with it. They found it relevant to their lives and their families. Equally though, you know, it was um, we were providing a point of view on something which, you know, not everybody in society necessarily um, feels that that's the right thing. So it did create um, some discussion as well, particularly through social media, you know, with people who had a more conservative view on what the modern family should should look like. But the key thing was it was creating a debate. It was creating a, a dialogue really around what family stands for. And, and again, we were really proud that we were able to kind of start that debate through our advertising. And, 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 and as, a, as an industry, sometimes through our advertising, we can be very conservative and traditional in our approach. So we were really pleased to see that people were talking about family life and the role that the car plays in a way that was slightly different and reflecting the fact that family life was changing. Uh, I, th- I think it really cut through because I, I really do. I think whilst you say it's so obvious, the diversity and the changing family structure, it, we don't see it enough in our brand communications. So I think that you have so much cut through by actually taking that that stand in that position. So I think it was fantastic. And for our listeners, again, I will put in the show notes a link to that so you can actually have a look at it because it's a really fascinating campaign. Mike, I'd really actually like to change direction here a little bit and talk now more broadly about the automotive industry. Late last year, my organisation, Marketing to Mums, we did a survey of 950 Australian mums. I've yet to uh, to actually release the findings, but I'll, I'll share a little bit with you here. We were really keen to understand what, what mums really wanted from automotive brands. And, and what we found was that, you know, mums are incredibly dissatisfied with the automotive sector and much more than any other industry. So here in Australia, we found that 71% of mums felt that automotive brands didn't understand them. And when we compared that against all other industries, that was at 63%. So I'd really like to hear from you, what's your take? Why do you think mums are feeling so misunderstood by the automotive industry? Uh, well, difficult for me to obviously comment on, on, on you know, the situation in, in, in Australia. But, you know, I, I get the sense that, you know, sometimes we hear this through through the UK automotive industry as well. And I think I think some of it really is, is is down to the fact that if you, if you look at the, the way in which uh, we, we've traditionally approached selling cars to consumers, it's been very traditional. It's been it's been a very similar model for you know a number of years, and and I think you know over that period of time as an industry, we've we've not necessarily reacted as quickly as we could do to the way in which consumers interact with brands, the way in which they purchase products through 
through retail outlets. And I think as an industry, we've been a little bit slow to react to that, to kind of get up to speed with the changing pace of life and the changing nature of modern consumers. So I think I think that would be my my kind of kind of take out from that that maybe that's why there's that kind of uh, that feeling that the experience isn't so good i think i think for us as an organization we've, we've put a real strong focus on ensuring that you know every one of our retailers understands the importance of the individual you know that we don't you know treat people as this kind of homogenous uh, individual that yeah. comes in that's going to purchase a car and i think we've, we've tried to do you know through rigorous training and education and working closely with our you know, our passionate retailer partners to make sure that they really do recognise that life's changing. They recognise that that the, the way in which we view modern society is changing, and 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 also we we've tried to infuse some of our values as a brand as well. You know, the the kind of Scandinavian values and the importance that 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 has to our approach to the way in which they work and interact with consumers. And we've seen some good success with that. If you look at surveys that we conduct internally, but also you know benchmarking against our peers. You know, the, the service that people are, are receiving from our retailers is really good. It's really strong. And we, we get some incredible verbatim commentary from people that where people have gone the extra mile. So you can certainly see within our own business that the service we're providing to, to people is is really strong. And I'm, I'm hoping that that's something that you'll, you'll, you'll start to see in, uh, in Australia as well. Well, we're looking forward to it. Just one thing I'd like to talk about is the dealer experience in mums because it's an area that frequently pops up in my research where mums are really dissatisfied. I'm also keen to tap in from an industry perspective. How do you see this changing in, in coming years? You know, Do you think that we're going to go online or are there kind of other options that could be introduced at a dealership level? Yeah, I mean, I mean online uh, definitely is something that will happen in the future. I mean, it's happening now. We, we, we ourselves, you know, we have... Uh, a number of different ways in which you can interact with us online and, and we will be launching our own e-commerce platform in the coming weeks actually that enables you if you wish to to purchase your car online and have it delivered to your home so i think i think online is is, is definitely going to be more popular and more prevalent within our industry over the coming years but i think i think the key thing for us is it's it's not going to be a wholesale change overnight i think people you know the idea of purchasing an expensive car which is going to be tens of thousands of pounds online is, is maybe not something people are completely comfortable with yet but the whole research in that car what it costs to own and to run etc is done you know in the main online now but for us when it comes down to the to the experience with our retailers you know we we want to make sure that our retailers are very much seen as brand centers and that we have also invested in people that we call product specialists who are out there just to help people and to inform them and there's no commission-based model in place where they need to sell a car at the end of it. They're genuinely there as kind of product experts that can talk about cars that we have, the brand that we're all passionate about, and can have a really good dialogue with people over an extended period of time when they come into the retail yeah. environment. And those product specialists, I think, for us are, are key, really. We want to make sure that we're providing the best level of support. And we, we very much see the, the retail network and the retailer model that we have within the UK as being something that's incredibly important for us in the future. You know, we need to make sure we've got people out there that live and breathe and understand our brand that can provide the best level of service to consumers and can help them make the decisions that they need to. And I see them being in, in, in place for, for the foreseeable future, but with more tools such as, you know, online sales and, and different ways in which we can configure cars and understand what our brand stands for being used in in parallel to complement that that more human experience Mm, interesting hey 
Mike, if people want to learn more about Volvo's marketing strategy or even more just about Volvo, what's the best way for them to do this? From my perspective, it would be to kind of just watch what we're doing in the marketplace more than anything else, really. You're, you're going to see some proof points of, of what we want to do. We've been doing it over the last uh, you know, the last two years or so. We have a real clear focus on making sure we're putting the customer at the very centre of what we do and driving relevance with our target audience. But you know, look at look at the website, look at our social media feeds. You'll get a real sense of, of what we stand for, what we're doing, and the direction we're heading. Equally, we've got some really exciting global pieces of work coming up as well, which will enable us to talk about our brand uh, in some in some big ways as well. And it's not something I can touch upon today, but all I'd say is is that I really genuinely believe that the things that we're going to kind of talk about and announce during 2019 are going to resonate with people and resonate with people that maybe haven't necessarily interacted with the Volvo brand before. So just watch watch this space, watch the media. If, if, if we're doing our job properly, then the news should naturally and organically come to, to, to your your kind of audience. Fantastic. I will be I will certainly be watching and uh, if there is something that, that's released, we will actually put that up on the show notes too as as the months go by. Hey Mike, I just wanted to say I really think that Volvo are taking some really innovative steps uh, to deepen relationships with mothers. I love what I'm seeing coming out of Volvo UK and I just really wanted to thank you for the work that you're doing, but also for taking the time to share your knowledge and your tips with us and being part of marketing to mums the podcast thank you very much no problem my pleasure and thank you for having me I just love speaking with Mike and talking about mums and marketing in the automotive sector. If you didn't pick up, it is certainly a real passion of mine. And I really like Mike's vision and how he is so customer driven. If you are an automotive marketer, I really challenge you to see how your organisation could better cater for mums. For me, I think that there's just so much scope for growth and a lot of financial opportunity here for automotive brands. And I think that this really starts with deeply understanding the different sub-segments of the mum market. Now, if this is something that you need help with, please get in touch and reach out. At Marketing to Mums, we are sitting on a lot of research data around what mums want from automotive brands, particularly Australian mums. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Marketing to Mums, the podcast. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organization by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favorite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.